0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Good Enough for Government Work podcast with your host Greg and co-host Brian. Our goal is to use this podcast to share genuine, inspirational encouragement with all our listeners. We all deal with challenges on a daily basis, and we're here to talk and come up with positive resolutions and share experiences. So let's get started. All right, welcome everybody to uh, episode twenty-one of Good Enough for Government Work podcast uh, with uh, B-Man and myself. What's up, B? Hey, what's going on, you guys? Hey, so today our topic is going to be about uh, uh, are people burned out nowadays, right? Are people like just tired of working and tired of grinding? We're going to talk a little bit about this, and we've got some perspectives on this, and we've talked to some people. So this is going to be a fun one today, but um, I'm going to start out with a quick quote. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about burnout and then some of the symptoms. So here we go. Quote, burnout is nature's way of telling you you've been going through the motions. Your soul has departed. I'll say it again. Burnout is is nature's way of telling you you've been going through the motions and your soul has departed But That's, that's from Sam Keen. So um, what do you think about that quote, Brian? I like the last one better, but yeah, I mean, I get
1: it. Right. Like there, there's a reason why going out in nature and, and just spending time out in nature kind of gives you some energy and revives you a little bit, you know? And so I think that that's kind of what it's talking about to a degree.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, we all, we, we all try to focus on the nature aspect, especially, you know, when we do our sheepdog missions and stuff like that, we get everybody out cause it's just a, a calming presence, uh, being out there and, and, uh, See you know, God's country. So um, just real quick, I'm going to give a quick little brief um, what, what what burnout is, and this is through the, uh, the research and stuff of that nature. So here we go. What is burnout? Burnout is a state of emotional and physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, unable to meet constant demands. As the stress continues, you begin to lose the interest. motivation that led you to take on a certain role in the first place burnout reduces productivity and saps your energy leaving you feeling increasingly helpless hopeless cynical and resentful eventually you may feel like you have nothing more to give the negative effects of burnout will spill over into everything in your life and we're going to talk about that because we see that all over going on right now including your home your work and your social life Burnout can also cause long-term changes to your body that makes you vulnerable to illness like colds and flus. Because of its many consequences, it's important to deal with burnout right away. So, yeah, uh, I see that actually on a daily basis. Matter of fact, I was just on the phone with like customer service. Whoops, I just broke my pen. I was just on the phone with customer service about something that uh, they they billed me or something wrong, like double billed me. And the person like, literally did not want to do their job and not even help me and i was making sure i was being the nicest person because it's a tough job anyways right to work in customer service and this person basically blew blew me off and transferred me to somebody else like in some other department
1: which honestly that's actually probably the best thing that they could have done is like hey i don't have the capacity for this like let me just pass you on to the next person
0: that's true yeah if they're about to lose their cool
1: (laughs) right because they got to do their job i mean that's not a bad that's that's not a bad skill to uh acquire yeah i mean like i tell that I use that all the time. And in, in my work is like, Hey, you have to know your limits. Right. And like, uh, if you are at your limit, it's, it's okay. It's not a bad thing to pass them along to somebody else who can really be there and help. So,
0: yeah, maybe that was a good technique. And didn't even think about that. I still haven't gotten it resolved yet, but whatever it will get resolved eventually. But, you know, even when you see people driving home from work, right. They're, they're coming out of the city and they're going home and you, you get a cigarette in their hand or they're like, They're yelling at, you know, they're yelling at somebody on the other side of the, uh, of the phone or whatever, or they're yelling at themselves in the car. That's the best, right? You see somebody yelling and you're like, there's nobody else in that car. Who the hell are they yelling at? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're talking to that customer service rep that you were just talking about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I hope not. I hope not. So, um, yeah, I mean, some of the, some of the things, like some of the signs or the symptoms, you know, burnout, like, you know, is, would be like. People that are just drained, right? Like they're feeling tired. Like they got their shoulders hunched and they're walking around and it's like nine o'clock in the morning. It's like, dude, it's only nine o'clock in the morning. It looks like you didn't even sleep at all, man. That's, that's not a good thing.
1: Yeah. You, you know, I, I see burnout a lot when it comes to the field that I work in. Uh, one with the, the clientele that I work with and two, even with the clinicians that I see. Right. And so it's called compassion fatigue in, in, in our industry. Um, and it's a real thing and it really takes a toll on your body. And so what you have to do is you have to take it, you have to take an inventory, right? So if you, if you look at your, your energy as a pie and you have to split it up into its many different sections of like, how much energy do I have and how much energy does each aspect of my life take? You, you have to realize you only have so much energy in a day to give. And we have to make sure that when we're doing this and we're taking a mental note that we put the ones that are very important first, right? Like our family, our loved ones, like oftentimes we don't think about that and areas of our life that aren't as important as they are get a bigger piece or a bigger slice of the pie, such as work or an assignment that's due or the person that cuts you off, right? Like, Like the person that cut you off on your way to work shouldn't take up a big piece of your pie, but for some people it does. And then it's got to, it's got to take it away from somewhere. Right. And so where is it going to take it away from? Well, you may not even know in that moment until you get home later in the day. And now your three-year-old runs up to you, gives you a hug, whatever you feel all good. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're eating dinner and they spill their milk and and you kind of freak out a little bit. Right. Well, that's because, that's because you didn't have enough of that pie left. Or your three-year-old who's going to make mistakes
0: yeah you got to sort of that's I, li- I like that that's a good one, brian um you sort of got to um like self-care we talked about self-care you sort of got to you got to be in the right place so i feel like if your job is doing that to you you got to go find something else man because that's not the most your job is not the most important thing you like you mentioned your family's important is up there your friends are important your self-care is important um, and stuff of that, like your health, your health's got to be up there, right? Because if you passed away tomorrow, you better believe that co- organization, that company is going to have your job posted the next day. They don't care yeah. if you're, if you're gone or not. So you you definitely need to take care of yourself. So
1: one, another thing too, when it comes to your job, right? Like if your job was a place that didn't stress you out and didn't like burn you out before, but it is now it's time to t- like, stop and take inventory of like, well, what's going on? am i doing way more than i than i need to right like look at your look at like your job like your job description what what are the actual duties that you need to be doing are you doing them are you going way above and beyond without anything coming back to you right like like we need whatever we take out of our tank we need we need something to to supply our tank like fill our tank back up and like if your job is burning you out and it's something that you know that you love and that that like you want to do then it's time to just like reinventory it and see where, where, like, where did it go awry? What's going on? How can you restructure it? How can you set new, healthier boundaries with your job? That way you don't have to necessarily change your job. You just need to get back to like what it should actually be.
0: Yeah, that, I agree. I, I see people, I mean, the stress I feel like um, is your, is people's jobs, right? Cause it's changed. We're coming out of COVID and a lot of things I've heard from a lot of my friends that are in the corporate world and they're in their, you know, they're working on a pretty high level and their stress levels high, but they're able to handle it or they're good at hiding it, whatever, whatever the case is. But I feel like stress, I mean, stress can come quick, but I feel like a burnout, like burnout, our topic here is a gradual process, right? Oh, yeah. It just just doesn't happen overnight. You're letting this happen. Like this stuff happen well, to you. Well, think about your cell phone, right? Like everybody loves their cell phones, especially
1: when it's brand new. Mm-hmm. And then after having it for two years, three years. Maybe four years, what starts happening to the battery?
0: It starts dying
1: like quicker and quicker each day. You can charge it up one hundred percent overnight, but mm-hmm. it's dying sooner and sooner each day. That's burnout, right? Like it's not it's not like this thing that just happens. and like there you go. I'm burnt out. No, it's like this thing that happens gradually over time, like you're saying. And the best way for me to explain it to like my clients is like your cell phone battery. Like I love my cell phone, and I've had it for. A little over a year now but the battery is dying faster than it used to when i first got it so i can tell that it's starting you know after it's a year out of, oh yeah, man all know, right i mean it still holds its battery really well but it's dying faster right and then give it two years three years four years then it's going to be at a point where i'm like i need to get a, i need to get a new phone because this battery just doesn't even hold the charge yeah well, that's what happens to us too
0: over time yeah man it's like red flags that's what you're mentioning that's like the red those are red flags right like in life it's like a football game red flag. They throw out the red flag. I'm challenging this, right? Or soccer where they yeah, throw soccer. a red card yeah, a red out, right? Card. And you're like you're out of here, buddy. Yeah, headbutt somebody, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. That was that guy. What was it for? Yeah, it was a guy for France. He headbutted yeah. that dude and knocked him out on his ass.
1: Yeah. yeah. That was I crazy mean, in front of millions of people. Dude, you don't want to be you don't want to be in the in the line in Home Depot and the guy in front of you says something stupid and you just headbutt him <laughs> like that's not good. So.
0: <laughs> you
1: just got headbutted. Cuz it's more than red, and... <laughs> more than red card at that point.
0: Yeah, you just got headbutted at Home Depot, man. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, yeah, so some of the other ones, I'm looking at some of the other physical signs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, muscle pain and headaches, right? Or changing appetite or sleep, right? So sleep habits nowadays, people, I hear it all the time. People aren't getting enough sleep. It's that damn burnout stress level. Yeah. And, uh, you, know, pe- you know, and then you hear people talk, oh, all you need is four hours of sleep. Well, guess what? This guy, does, I need more than four hours of sleep, man. Cause that will catch up real quick.
1: Yeah. I mean, research and this is, this has been researched extensively and all of the research points to the average adult is needs at least six to nine hours of sleep. Most adults are between the seven and nine hours of sleep a night. And it's not just sleep, but it's actually restful sleep. And that's the big difference. Like people don't realize like sleep is one thing, but restful sleep is a whole different animal. And like, you may think that you're sleeping, but are you actually getting restful sleep? That's a difference. And so if you if you don't, if you think that you're not getting restful sleep, you need to get a fitness tracker. You need to find a way to talk to your physician about getting a sleep study done to really figure out, are you getting the restful sleep that your body actually needs? Because I know somebody that was getting like between nine and 11 hours of sleep, but was still waking up super tired and all these, and I was like, you need to go get a, get a sleep study done. They did. And sure enough, they're waking up like 70, it's like 70 something times an hour on average. And it's not like waking up where you're completely alert. It's just your mind and your body is coming out of that deep restorative sleep. And they had no idea. So all of a sudden they go and they start making some changes and like they, 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 they do what the doctors say. And now they're, they're only getting seven hours of sleep, but they feel a million times better than they were when they were getting 10 to 11 hours of sleep. Yeah. It really is that big of a difference.
0: No, absolutely. I agree. I have a Fitbit and I track my sleep because I know when I was in the military, my sleep sucked and now, um, I'm trying to get back on track and it's getting better. Yeah, absolutely. I look at the restlessness, the REM and the deep sleep, and then how much, how, what's the, and that gives you the percentage where you should be for your age. And, uh, yeah, I definitely agree a Fitbit or any other, uh, tracker of track. Sort. Yeah.
1: And, well, yeah. and you know, what really helps with that is some physical exercise in your day and it doesn't have to be like extreme strenuous exercise like even going for a walk like a mile walk or a mile and a half or something that that's a little bit longer like a 30 minute or more walk will actually one it will help you actually start burning your fat um because a walk will actually skip skip burning glucose and actually starts burning fat right away but it also just helps with your circadian rhythm it helps with everything Um, taking a nice hot shower about an hour before bedtime and then keeping your bedroom at a lower temperature really helps because it's what it is is like it's that it's that decrease in like that big temperature drop between like your body temperature and then like where it is in the room that big decrease um, in temperature actually helps to trigger your body to release um, melatonin and serotonin to help you get to sleep. So it's basically preparing your body to start to shut down and go to sleep. Don't look at your phone, don't look at computers, read a book, something like that, nothing with blue lights because that will keep you up. It'll stimulate your brain to no 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 end.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, I've heard that too. And I, and I feel like a lot of people just have so much on their plate that their mind keeps running in the middle of the night, right? Like they're trying to sleep, but they're like, oh, Tomorrow I have this meeting that I have to talk about this. I have to present to this. Oh, then I gotta pick the kids up. Oh, then I gotta go to soccer practice. Oh, then I gotta go do some laundry, and then I gotta go to grocery. Like, there's they got so there's our our society and our world is so fast paced now that I I don't think people have. I think people are having a tough time and trying to keep up. So when you're talking about that pie, you gotta. I call it um priorities of work right you got to put on top what's important to you the next day don't worry about what happened the day before now it's a new day and each day maybe just chunk away out of it maybe by the end of the week you'll have it done I don't know but you can't do it all at once and I think people are overloading themselves well and if
1: you don't have it all done think about how many weeks in your life you've already lived yeah. you're still going yep how many times have we not gotten things done in our week oh, so no. many times and no. we're still here we're still going you need to learn to thrive not just live Mm -hmm. you know, you need to learn to thrive. Um, what are some, I know we were talking earlier about some of the, uh, emotional signs or symptoms of like burnout. And I know that you mentioned a few good ones. Um, what were those that you mentioned?
0: Um, that like, I don't know, like feeling alone in the world, right? Like being detached, like you don't want to socialize with people. That's one where people just don't have that social aspect. They don't want to talk to anybody. They talk to people like customer service. Like we were talking about, they talk to people all day on the phone the last thing they want to do is right is talk to people well i think
1: what's important about that piece when it comes to like like the way my brain works is having that social aspect outside of your household right like too many people um forget to tap into their friends Do something outside the house, even if it's just like a a minor little, like it could be something small, like getting a coffee or a tea or something with a friend for a half hour, but like doing something outside the household allows you to have a little bit more patience in the house. Because if you're spending all of your extra time, you know, like all the time that you're not spending at work and this and that, like running errands only in the house that becomes a place that starts to stress you out. And so doing some things outside the household with friends outside of your house, with, outside of your partner will really help free up some of that space.
0: Yeah. Make sure your friends are positive. They're not negative. Right. Because uh, that's going to impact, that's going to impact you in the long run. Right. It's going to be in the back of your brain housing group. And um, you don't want to have negative friends. I mean, and I have them, I have friends that are negative and I try to, I try to flip them. Right. I always bring the positive side and they're like, why are you so positive? Cause I'm like, because you know why? Because I woke up this morning. It's sunny out. I mean, I just think of whatever. It's sunny. Today's Friday. Labor Day's coming up. We got. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. we got the state fair. I mean, I just try to think of all the good stuff, right? So, um, But finding balance in your life, I think, is important, too. Like, you know, you and I chat about, like, all right, we chat about, like, hey, how was work today? Yep, work was great. You know, I, I made some time to go work out, made some time with my family in the morning time. Then after that, I'm meeting up with friends. I mean, that's balance, right? You're not yeah. going to you're not stuck in one negative negative aspect um you're balancing your work life you know and right. uh, I think that's important I really well, do
1: well and there are times where like for me life gets super busy right and I'm like god I feel like I don't have any extra time which is not true we all have extra time and so like in those moments where um I'm I'm leaving work right it's a stressful day I'm leaving work and I'm going straight to pick up the the two babies. And then as soon as I pick them up, we got to go home. And then I have to like, get them ready for, you know, feed them, get them ready for bed, try to get them in bed, fight with the, you know, the three-year-old for like a minute and then lay with them and read them some books. But like the, the time where I'm reading him books, I have to mentally remind myself like how many more days is, is he going to want me to read him books like this? I start to really enjoy it. And then whenever he goes to bed then I go downstairs and instead of just turning the TV on and watching something, I pick up a book or I do something productive that I feel like is going to be a little bit productive. It doesn't have to be something crazy, If I do just something just a little bit productive before my wife gets home. Because once she gets home, then I want to check in with her, see how her day was, like all these things. Um, and that really helps me a lot. And that was a day that, that was really stressful and I felt super drained, all these things. But then I found a way. In the little amount of time that I had to do a piece of self care, right? And like, we can always find a little sliver, a little piece to do some sort of self care, whatever it means, whatever it looks like. And sometimes we have to literally, with have to remind ourselves, "Hey, reading a book to my three year old who doesn't want to go to bed that I'm trying to get to go to bed is actually a piece of self care because he's not going to want me to do this forever. I need to soak this up. I need to take it in."
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. You gotta, you gotta set aside you got to set aside to take care of yourself. And if you want to call it relaxing time or if you want to call it um, get her done time or whatever, man, in the gym, because the gym's important too. And I know not everybody likes going to the gym, but I just, I feel like society nowadays is just so negative. And, And that's why we came up with the topic, right? Burned out because every time it seems like I'm talking to somebody, it just seems like their body language is just, it looks, they're slouching. They have nothing good to say. They're trying to spe- spread, you know, negative uh, gossip or or whatever the case is. And, you know, some of the people I've seen are look like they've gained a lot of weight. They don't look good. You know, they're not taking care of themselves. So I feel like this needed I'm glad we're doing the topic today yeah. on, hey, you know, this burnout piece. And and hopefully we can maybe do a part two to it later on and yeah, see what happens. Yeah. But something needs to change. And you know what? We always talk about leadership. Well, it comes down back down to leadership. Right leadership for yourself. Or let's say you have people that work for you and you're listening to this. Maybe you should start doing some mentorship with your people and do like a, a brother sister check and see how they're doing. and maybe incorporate something that's positive instead of just work. Once you do a work function outside of work and go do like a team building. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a different aspect. I think leaders need to take accountable and be leaders. Oh, It's funny you mentioned that because on Wednesday we did a mandatory fun day
1: for work. Right. Like so so we closed down the office for the whole day we had another office kind of take over for any type of uh you know if anything emergency came up um and we went to the the veterans rest camp at the big marine and we rented a pontoon we went out on the pontoon we had some fun we joked with each other one of our one of our team members was trying to go fishing and he caught he caught a lot more seaweed than he did fish so <laughs> we made a lot of fun of him with that like and he eventually caught a fish and it was actually pretty big. I thought it was big because I'm not a fisherman. Uh everybody else that knew fish, he got a he caught a northern, uh, said that it was really small, but to me it looked pretty big. And then <laughs> afterwards, we, you know, we grilled some food and then we did a, a cornhole or a bags con uh, contest and and we we split up in teams and my team ended up winning. But but it was just a fun, kind of relaxing time for us as a a group of clinicians and a group of people who help other people with their struggles day in and day out to just do something other than just like rack our brains around how do we help people just tread water and survive right and like it was really good and it, it really set us up for feeling energized like at the end we you know as we were all leaving everybody was like man you know what this was way better than i initially because we called it the mandatory fun day right like I think at first, not a lot of us were really looking forward to it that much because we we're like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't want to be around you guys. All, but hey, we'll do it. And then at the end, we we're like, God, this actually was a really good day, you know. And it's like that. Uh, I mean, just putting positivity out there, right, in the world. So the law of attraction, right? I always, I, I've said this in so many podcasts. Like, look up the law of attraction. Watch, watch the documentary on on. uh net netflix it's free called um the secret like it talks about the law of attraction and it really is a thing and it really can change your life
0: yeah i think half the battle is is uh, i think people are in denial right now right like you need to recognize that you know what you're not doing well and there's nothing wrong there used to be a stigma where it's like if you had something wrong with you um that you don't want to say anything because it's going to posit it's going to negatively impact your career but nowadays, there's nothing wrong with coming clean and just saying, Hey, and sitting down with your boss and just saying, Hey, I'm having a tough time right now and I need to talk to you about something um, and being honest. And if they're a good leader, they'll well, respect you more. Right. And if they're not a good leader, well, then guess what? Then now you know you need to leave. Correct. Because they're not going to support you. They're not going to uh, do the right thing for you. Right. Uh, if somebody's coming to you and they need help um, as a leader, it's your job to not look the other way but to take care of them and that's and that's part of the mentorship because someday that person on the other side is going to be a leader and they're going to remember that day that you helped them and then when that someone else comes in there and they're you know reverse the roles they're going to help them because they remember what happened
1: yeah one, one of the strongest traits that we can can recognize is um where we where we have challenges right and you you'll hear this Asked of you many times in resumes or in interviews, like like where are your weaknesses, right? And like if you just give a generic answer, they're gonna know it right right away. But if you can if you can be authentic and be real, they're gonna know that, and that actually can get you the job. The fact that you know your weaknesses better sometimes than you even know your strengths is is a huge strength, and sometimes that can actually get you the job. And if nothing else, it'll actually it'll get you through life because our weaknesses where, you know, our shortcomings are the places where that, that we need a little bit more focus on. And those are going to be our, our pitfalls.
0: Yeah. I think it's like, uh, I've heard this term eating humble pie, right? Put the ego aside, be humble, eat some humble pie and just be honest and say, yeah, this is where I need to work on. It, and I know that, but you know, there's also good things that you do, but everybody needs things to work on. Right. So, Um, I agree. It's a good, it's a good foundation. If you can recognize that and build on that, you're just going to get better in life.
1: Yeah. Like in jujitsu, you learn more when you lose a match in a tournament than when you win one, 100%.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was telling a guy a story at lunch today. Um, he wants me to come and be a keynote speaker and talk about, uh, talk about some things and, um, leadership and mentorship. And, uh, I told him a story, and this is the honest truth. I don't know if you know this, Brian, but um, when I first came out of high school, um, I had all these scholarships, right, to play ball in some pretty big Division One schools. And uh, I was a cocky little, little, little shithead. That's, and, why you, uh, that's why you went in the Marine Corps. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> before that happened, <laughs> yeah, before that happened, I fucking failed out of school and lost my scholarship, and they fucking threw me out, a, a major school down south, a D1 school, right, and uh, threw me out and i came home and uh my dad looked at me right my dad goes you're going to the marine corps now nice and so that was that was actually like i had to be resilient right like i just i did something wrong and i had to say oh my god i got to work i got to work on eating some of that humble pie right so i went to the marines and it was the best thing ever happened cuz broke you down and built you right up and 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 life's been good life's been good after that it's been a tough road right but that's part of the journey that the lord the lord uh, sends you so Eating humble, humble pie I think is important, being able to address your weaknesses. There's nothing wrong with that at all.
1: So when, when you start feeling burnt out um, and you start to like – no matter at what point you recognize it, what's the first thing that you kind of go to? Like what's your go-to right away to help get you
0: back on track to like um, – to, to ensure that you're not going to completely burn out? Usually when I'm – what I'm feeling stressed usually for me is I like to hit the gym. Personally, I like to sweat it. I call it sweating in and out. And I know one of the podcasts I like to listen to, and I have the utmost respect for this man is Jocko. Oh, yeah, His, yeah, he's he's badass. And so um, he talks about that, right? He talks about leadership and uh, you know extreme ownership, being accountable for yourself. So when I feel stressed like that, I take the uh, my background from the military and I say, all right, I need to be accountable for this. Um, I can't project this on the others because as a leader, I can't do that. And so I needed the way that I would take care of myself is I sweat it out, man, I go hit the gym. Um, I I block off at least an hour on my schedule and I go hit the gym and I just try to just get it out. And so, um, usually that's pretty good or even, you know, what I'll do is, uh, on a creative side, um, I'll sit there and I'll just, I'll build some, uh, I'll write some things down on a
1: gratitude type of stuff. Right,
0: right. Gratitude. And, and, uh, just some nice positive messages. Right. And a lot of, you know, for me, that works. That works. So it gets the mindset. It gets me emotionally and physically back in tune. For me, that works. Yeah, I know. I love that. Like um,
1: lately I've been going to hot works and sweating it out slash working out. And it's been, it's been amazing for, for me to free up some space for my family. And um, you know, I always, I always work on gratitude. It's something that, that I do a fairly good job of, but then every once in a while i get very complacent and I stop doing it. And I can really tell when that happens. Um, but then the other piece for me is I have some really good friends that I can rely on that, that I am not afraid to go to them with anything whenever I'm struggling or whenever I'm starting to feel burnt out. And like, they always know, you know, whatever it is to, to help give me a little bit of like, just a little bit of a boost for me to then do my, do my own work. Right. Cause we all got to do the work. Um, so whether it's a hug or a whatever, like that's, it re- that's it really good. That, yeah, no, that's
0: good that you have good friends that actually, uh, you know, they're truthful with you pointed out. Right.
1: Correct. And it wasn't always that way. It took, it took, it took me really taking some time and like really looking at like who I had around me. And, and honestly, it, I dropped a lot of people and I picked up very few, and I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's important to to see who you surround your surround yourself with, right? I've I've let some people go too that weren't healthy for my life and um and you know you you know it uh shortly after that that you know you made the right move. So anyhow, you got uh I think we're running out of time here. I think we have got about forty seconds left or thirty seconds. You got anything to add? I'm gonna no,
1: I I mean honestly the only thing to add is I hope you guys start interacting with us on Facebook
0: or emailing us and giving us some uh Some good, good feedback. Absolutely. So, hey, I'm going to end with uh, the bottom line um, about all the stuff that we talked about. Hopefully you got a good message out of it. But, you know, the bottom line is this. Like most things in life, there isn't a magic pill that cures all. Acknowledge, acknowledging your feelings is the first step towards fighting back by taking even small steps each and every day. You'll work towards restoring your mental, physical and emotional strength. Peace out, everyone.